Next on BYU Sports Nation, bring on Idaho State. Why the Bengals are the perfect fit for the 2015 schedule. BYU Power 5 scheduling. What does it really mean and how many games are in place for the future? Plus, NFL camps underway. We check in with the Detroit Lions and the Elders of Defense. And Daniel Sorensen running with the Kansas City first team defense. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Holler! BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Thursday, July 31st. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Bobby Boucher's personal trainer, Jerem Jordan. Oh, you, uh, you want to water over there, Spencer? Uh. <laughs> I, I can't wait for football tomorrow. Players check in today. Uh, report, get equipment, all that, get excited. Tomorrow is practice. Cougar Camp All Access debuts Monday when we have uh, sound, uh, some of our two-on-ones from that. Uh, BYUTVSports.com will have interviews and updates uh, you know, on YouTube and on the website uh, every day that there's a media availability. So get ready, baby. Football. Even the water boys need to be ready to go, right? Yes, they do. All, everybody is Bobby all Boucher in. Bobby Boucher was ready. <laughs> you, it is funny. Like there, It is just an army of people involved in making that happen. The golf carts, the tires, the cranes with the video camera crew. Uh, it's amazing what goes on there. The media members that flock there. It's crazy. We cannot wait to soak it all yeah, in. That would be great. They report tonight. Practice starts tomorrow. Bronco Mendenhall, by the way, making a charge on the social media front. Changed his Twitter handle to at Bronco underscore BYU and says he will tweet more. How much help will Bronco have in that Twitter effort is what I want to know. I think he'll have some. Yeah. Who has access to his account? I would imagine that his assistant has. That's probably it, right? Access, yeah. Bronco and his assistant. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much he's actually tweeting on that. I don't know. Here's the tweet. The players report tomorrow for fall camp. I'm going to do better at tweeting. And so they suggested I should change my name. Charge! With three exclamation points. At Bronco underscore BYU. The three exclamation points make me think that it wasn't Bronco tweeting that. (laughs) Just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Well, why would you say such a thing, Jim? Triple exclamation point. Oh, my. Hey. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Uh, Join our conversation, oh, by the way, using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. I wonder if at Bronco underscore BYU will weigh in. How many Power 5 schools do you want BYU to schedule each year? Hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in. The first tweet coming from at Paul James 379. Paul James, former voice of the Cougars? Is, Is it that guy? Uh, nine, if they consider themselves good enough to be in a power conference, they need to have a schedule like one. Nine power five teams? Nine seems like a lot. You know what? That'd be, that'd be really exciting. As long as you had Virginias and Cows and uh, Mississippi States. And they had all seven that kind of last year. They had seven last Colorado. year. Colorado. Yeah, seven. Yeah, six, six plus a bowl. Um, yeah, nine seems like a lot. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my number in a minute. At Wife or Life, four is a fair number, I think, because it stretches BYU, and we still play power teams that mm-hmm. aren't P5s. 
such as Central Florida. Sure. And yep. there is certainly something that, best. especially with this year's schedule. We call them best of the rest. Boise yep. State, Central Florida, Houston, Utah State. Those are not weak football programs. Those teams would beat a number of Power 5 teams. Oh, they're like BYU. You'd think that they'd uh, be middle of the pack in a Power 5 conference, you'd think. I'm going to tell you why we spend way too much time giving attention and credit to the term Power 5 in just a few minutes. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in beautiful radio vision. We're on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Don't sleep on Idaho State. Now, don't sleep on Idaho State. They're next. Exactly. Trevor Maddich may have been on to something there. Idaho State is the perfect game to complete the 2015 BYU football schedule. And if you don't think it is, you're wrong. Listen to this. We joked about it yesterday when the news was broken. But when you seriously consider the 2015 schedule and how it shakes out, this was a brilliant move by Athletic Director Tom Holmo. One, you eliminate... It's unofficial, but you will eliminate the game against Southern Mississippi, which was on the road. Now have six home games, six road games. The balance you want. BYU changed the, well, announced the date for BYU and Cincinnati next year. We did not have a specific month and date. We knew it was on the schedule. Cincinnati is October 17th. Uh, Southern Miss on the road is also October 17th. It's expected that BYU will uh, cancel that game to make sure they have six home, six road. We all figured they weren't going to play seven road games. Sure. Okay? That'd be silly. Yeah, exactly. Number two, you successfully handled the domino effect, which you just mentioned, Jerem, and you get Cincinnati, good football team, to move their schedule around to accommodate you. This is not an easy thing to do if you're an athletic director. Okay, let's get to your point about Idaho State. Yes! You need and want FCS teams. BYU specifically does. I mean, the September gauntlet is cray-cray. At Nebraska, Boise State, at UCLA, at Michigan. Then BYU plays four straight home games. East Carolina, Cincinnati, Idaho State, Connecticut. BYU has one bye week in the schedule, by the way. It looks like October 3rd. So Idaho State becomes a de facto bye week of sorts. It is a critical respite at a critical juncture of the season. That's game seven. You then play Connecticut on Halloween. And then November is three road games. At San Jose State, at UNLV, Fresno State at home. That's a nice November game at home. And then at Utah State to end the season. You need FCS teams. Listen, Alabama and the USC, USC and the SEC, they do this. November 22nd is the week where a bunch of those teams like are going to play FCS an FCS week. Team. Western Carolina Catamounts at Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's basically a bye week later in the season as they gear up for Auburn and then the SEC Championship game and beyond. You want an FCS team, especially on a tough schedule like that. I think that's the toughest schedule maybe BYU's ever played top to bottom. It competes with 2013. What was it, 03 or 04? You played USC, Notre Dame, Stanford. I mean, there, that, that probably just... 91, uh, Florida heavy, State, UCLA, Penn State. Heavyweights, yeah, bigger. But that's a tough schedule, so you need an FCS team. Just do it. Tom Homo spoke at length about the direction that BYU scheduling is taking for the future during media day, and guess what? It's not that simple. Listen to this. 15 is shaping up to be a, a real good schedule. A 16 looks pretty good. 17 might be down a little bit because you can't really – 
get that perfect balance of home, home, home and home. And you might have to put some into a year where you pack them in and then you got to get return games somewhere. That with us, actually, in February during the scheduling show, Tom Homo told BYU Sports Nation that, yeah, guess what? Like, not every year is going to shake out just how you want it to, especially as an independent football team. But he's doing a bang-up job with what he's been handed. Like yeah. you're, you're not going to have a Michigan every week. You right. don't want a Michigan every week. No, no. Ask Utah how that's gone. Ask Colorado. Ask TCU even. Uh, when you look at BYU's 2015 schedule, you can't say no to at Nebraska and at Michigan, even though that makes three of four uh, road games all against P5s. By the way, no one's talking about 2016's September. Awesome. Neutral with Arizona. This is the first four weeks. Neutral with Arizona at Utah, home to UCLA, neutral with West Virginia. For the first time ever, I'm thinking of Frozen now, for the first time in forever, <laughs> BYU will play four P5s. In September. That's really good. That's really good. As far as the home and road series that was announced with Northern Illinois yesterday goes, I really like the series. And I'm maybe the minority. It's a respectable higher tier non-P5 team. No, they're not Power 5. The program, however, was 46-10 and 10 over the last four years. They've won 11 games in each of the past four seasons. They've been ranked in the top 25 and people say, well, who have they played? They played in the Orange Bowl two years ago. Jeremy, remind me, did BYU go to a BCS bowl game? No. They, listen, if Northern Illinois is your seventh best game, that's pretty good, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with those t- kinds of teams on the schedule. Here's my only complaint looking ahead with BYU football schedule, 2015. Zero P5s at home. I understand that it doesn't always work out that way. but Like I would, Tom Homo said. Yes, but... And he's thinking, oh, you know, overall and everything. Yeah. You want, I, I, you know, Boise State's a good game at home. Cincinnati is too. Fresno State is. Those are really good. I would like to see at least two, maybe three P, uh, P5s at home every year. They're headed that direction. It will just take time. Yeah. You, I'm trying to look at, uh, let's this see. This is year four of independence. Like, it's going to take a decade before BYU is like, Getting in that mojo. 2019, BYU's three home games right now are USC, Boise State, and Wisconsin. Exactly. It's pretty good. To our point. But it's five years away. That's so hard. It you know. just takes and time. And no, don't forget, don't forget, everyone thinks Notre Dame's going to cancel with BYU. Tom Homel told us on BYU Sports Nation that they're going to play those four games. As of now, there's been no indication from Notre Dame that they will cancel. I realize they canceled with Michigan. But since BYU's not playing Notre Dame in 2015, that means 16 through... Through 20, that's five different seasons. BYU will play Notre Dame four of those five. Two at home, two road. Add that to that, to those those schedules. That's Solid. good. Solid. Okay, somebody on Twitter. Yeah, they're 46 and 10, but who have they played? I'm so glad you asked because I did the research. How about wins at Iowa, at Purdue, over Minnesota, Fresno State, Kansas? Northern Illinois has beaten all of those teams in the last four years. They're a good football team. It's you need Middle Tennessees, you need Northern Illinois and Nevadas and Fresno states. Okay, you need yes. to play those games. Yeah, sprinkle them in. Like, what's the P five number? How many P five? The Twitter question: How many P fives do you want? To me, it's somewhere. Uh, it's like five to six. Yeah, and then play the best of the rest, half of the schedule, and then have some cupcakes. Like next year, throw in, and they're not even cupcakes. At San Jose State, the last time you played there, they lost. At UNLV, de facto home game. Connecticut. East Carolina, those kind of games. And then FCS. 
that's a good schedule to me. I would I would like to see like an Alabama or an LSU or Florida State like somewhere in there one time a year. That's going to be tough to get. Okay. We we all know that scheduling big name opponents is an important part of independence and where BYU wants to go to improve the brand. But most importantly, it is about winning and Tom Holmo knows that as well. Right now, the most important thing for us is to play great football and improve the BYU Cougar brand. If we do that and continue to do the things that this program is based on, we're going to be in the right position at the right time. That during BYU football media day last month, you watched it right here on BYU TV and heard it on BYU radio. Do we wish that there were more games against Power 5 teams? Yeah, of course. But it's not feasible right now to have eight or nine Power 5 teams on the schedule in year four of independence. And do you even want that? You know, I, I don't know. BYU went to Virginia and lost last year. Like, you know, that, and that's that's a two-win P5 team. BYU should have won that game, but I don't know that you want nine. Yes, P5s are more attractive. Like, would you rather play Boise State and Fresno State and Utah State than play, like, Cal and Virginia? Some, yes, yes. Some people say no, but... To me, I want really good teams. I want a bunch of P5s, whether they're good, bad. I want several of them, some of the best of the rest. It's Imagine trying to put this together. Imagine trying to be Tom Homo. I mean, everyone's got an opinion about how you do it. I think he's doing a pretty good job. Can there be some P5s on next year's schedule? That's my only complaint about it. But other than that, I'm really excited about that schedule. Are you going to gain more traction by beating California and Virginia this year or by winning games against Houston, Central Florida, and Boise State? You, Hopefully BYU, they have good seasons. BYU is going to get more help from those games than Cal and Virginia, and yet they are Power 5 teams. Need I remind you that teams like Indiana and Kentucky, Wake Forest, Rutgers are Power 5 teams. Goodness. BYU. Why do we give so much credit to that Power 5 distinction when, when those teams are included in that mix? And BYU's got a, well, well, they're not. They're not P5s, uh, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 14. BYU has 14 different Power 5 schools on its future schedule starting in 2015. I want to read this quote as well from Tom Homo on Media Day. He said, there's a couple of games that we're going to have some fun announcing, and I think that will settle many people's minds. That was right after the ACC-SEC discussion. Northern Illinois and Idaho State are not those games. So there will be other interesting games. Uh, I wonder if from the ACC and or SEC, since it came right after that conversation, at least Power Five, uh, more Power Five scheduling agreements. I want to play good Power Five teams. But if you, if you tell me I want you to pick either Boise State or Cal, who do you want to play? I'm going to take Boise State 100% of the time because of what they do, okay, but because of the brand that they have developed. Man, how many Power 5 teams do you want BYU to schedule each year? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, a BYU Sports Nation update on the elders of defense in Detroit. Tim Twentyman of the DetroitLions.com joins us once again. BYU Sports Nation, we know why. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jaron Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. 
As a reminder, you can follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. All sorts of good stuff there. Also, download the BYU Sports Nation podcast on iTunes today. Also, download the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. It's available on iPhones and Androids and other products. So, enjoy. The top 25 poll is out. The coaches poll. The coaches poll has been released. And the top five are as follows. Florida State, no surprise, defending national champions. Alabama, number two. Oklahoma, number three. The Oregon Ducks, number four. And the Tigers of Auburn in at number five. Texas is currently the only BYU opponent ranked in the coaches poll top 25 at number 24. Where is Central Florida? How about 28th? BYU 38th, if you count votes, and Boise State right behind the Cougars at number 39. 38. Okay, I thought BYU would be uh, high, high 20s. Just an 8-win team, but you return a lot of people on offense. Interesting. So BYU's got some room to uh, make up, certainly, and are in the mix and have, I think, enough games to make some noise. When do you think BYU gets ranked if they go undefeated in the early part of the season? At what point? After Texas? After Texas. Or after Houston. They're not high enough, obviously, to be ranked after a game like UConn. You know, because we thought maybe if they're like 27 or 28 and some teams lose or whatever, there's some upsets, they could sneak in at number 25. But if they win at Texas, which is currently a ranked team, you start the season 2-0 and with two road wins, I don't, I don't see a scenario where BYU is not garnering at least enough votes to be number 25. I think it depends on what happens at Connecticut as well. If it's a close game, that doesn't do you much. It doesn't uh, bode well for like, your... Yeah. Like Houston last year was, what, 5-0 and going into the BYU game, but they hadn't played anybody, and they had played some close games with nobodies. So if BYU can do what they haven't typically done, which we've addressed this before, which is uh, in the first game of the season, uh, BYU struggles to score points, generally. I mean, you, I initially think of 2001 against Tulane, they scored 70. Yeah. It's, that was a long time ago. That was 13 seasons ago. Under Bronco Mendenhall, BYU's putting up like 18 points a game in the first game. Yeah. That's really low. So if BYU, year two of go fast, go hard, same quarterback, running back, O-line, all that, can put up 30-plus, win by 20-plus, going confident into Texas. Now we're talking. Uh, undermanned team, just win by any margin, possibly ranked, I think, after week three if they beat Houston. Count it. Where are California and Virginia in, uh, in terms of getting votes for the top 25, Jerem? <laughs> uh, are they still play FBS football? Oh, okay. I didn't know, I didn't all right. Know. Uh, Central, BYU lost to Virginia last year. Is Central Florida I'll a, never get over that loss. I know. Ever. That was... That was we launched this show the Monday after BYU lost to Virginia. It's like, it's like all right, what's the... I can only think of one other... Like, historically, the other worst possible day, maybe. The day after BYU lost 54-10 to Utah or something, the Monday after. That would be, like, worse. But it was like, uh, all right, let's, let's do this. Labor Day. Woo! Our guest list was Jamal Williams... Robert and I, Tom Homo. Tom Homo. After the Virginia loss. Yeah. It, we were excited, it but it was like, so, what a challenge. Like, holy cow. Okay, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> little different this year. A little different. Certainly. Central Florida, are they a Power Five? No. Nope. What about Boise State? Nope. BYU? Nope. But yet they are receiving votes. Wait, can you be a good football team and not be in a Power Five conference? No one argues My that. My mind is blown. No one argues that. Then why make such a big deal about BYU having to have nine Power Five teams on the schedule? Well, that's one person saying nine. Just that you want several P5s. 
How many is too few P5s? What's your answer? I haven't heard your answer. I would, you know, I'm okay with four or five, as long as you're playing the, the best, best of, the rest. of the rest. Okay. Just as long as you're getting games that mean something, like games against Central Florida and Boise State and Houston, will mean something for BYU. Those are good football teams. But nationally, listen, think like we know what Houston is, right? Because we have a mid-major mentality. Uh, but w- when you look at what if Cal wins six games or uh, w- a f- uh, power five team winning X games equals how many games for a non-power five? Like there's there's perception. You beat Cal in Virginia. Houston gets respect from those that know what's up, but not all the voters know what's up. You hope they do, but they don't. Okay, BYU has a better chance of going to the Final Four and playing in the college football playoff than Cal does of winning six games this year in the Pac-12. <laughs> like, Both are long shots. Like, California's not going to be a bowl team. Yeah, Virginia's going to struggle again because they're young. They're just well, they're it's a because young they're team. Virginia. Yeah, I mean they've got some talent yeah. there, but. The preseason coaches poll was just released. If you're just joining us, Florida State, Alabama, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Auburn are the top five. Texas is the only BYU opponent ranked in the coaches poll top 25, coming in at number 24. Central Florida just outside the top 25 at 28. BYU in at 38th, according to votes, if you count them up. Boise State right behind BYU at number 39. Imagine being Tom Hummel, too, and you schedule Cal when they're going to bowl games and stuff, and then all of a sudden they take this dip. Coach leaves, a uh, new coach comes in, they only beat Portland State by seven, and then you play Cal. Like, you can't control that thing. BYU has USC and Wisconsin and Arizona State in the future, you know, and those are exciting games. What if Wisconsin all of a sudden isn't a good team when BYU plays them? It's a name. You know, what, what, do, you want, what do you want more, like a really good team or a name? Well, I want both, of course, but sometimes you can't have both. So hopefully when BYU plays... Stanford on September 2nd, 2023, They're a top Stanford 10 team. is still yeah. a good team. A lot is going to happen between now and then. That schedule might not even mean anything. The Power 5 might create Division 4 or whatever, and BYU's left out. I don't know. You know, yeah. A lot could Ooh, happen. We don't know. UConn could be in a Power 5 conference in the next few years. Isn't that crazy? That it, There's so much that goes on. Like A long time ago... Cincinnati could be in a Power 5 conference. A long time ago, BYU was in the whack with Arizona and Arizona State in the 60s. They left the Pac to form the Pac-10. It was the Pac-8, and then Arizona Arizona State made it the Pac-10. At that point, BYU became a really good team in that conference uh, in the 60s. And so then, all of a sudden, BYU wasn't with those guys. And ever since, BYU hasn't publicly ever said they've pursued... That kind of course, but now in this era, Bronco Mendenhall lobs a uh, lobbying grenade uh, to the Austin American statesman to join that. BYU's kind of wanted that for a long time. So 2014 is a really big year. They're for all in. They, they want need, to win, and oh. they need to win ten games, ten plus games, finish ranked. Taysom will get even more Heisman hype going into a senior year. He needs to throw 30 touchdown passes this year, all that. And then 2015, you don't have to win 10-plus games. You could go 9-3, and 9-4, and four, but you need to like win at Nebraska. Maybe win at UCLA. Two need of those to start three the season 2-2. Two and two. And then, then you're on the radar. Then you're on the radar. You don't have to go undefeated. BYU's, chances are BYU's not going to go undefeated this uh, year or next year. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, football players report to camp 
today. First practice tomorrow. Sweet. Cougar camp all access on BYU Sports Nation will begin full bore on Monday. We are your home for BYU football news during fall camp every day. Where can, else can you go every day? Can we do? Yeah, nowhere. Can we do? Uh, can we have like an equipment day as well? Like, do we get new <laughs> shoes and shirts and stuff? Can we do that today? I want like cleats and we have an intramural flag football game today, a playoff game. That'd be nice. At some point, are you going to wear a helmet on this show? Yes. I know you did Wait. it when we were back in the radio studio. Wait, let's do it today. You want to wear it today? Yeah, not right now. But do we? The real helmet's around here somewhere. To get, yeah, okay. it's equipment. Day. It's, I'll it's, wear the exactly. helmet for a whole segment. It yeah. makes it makes yeah. sense. Okay, I see it. It's on your it's on your side. I'll get it during the next break. <laughs> well, depends. Uh, I'll wear it during the show today. A whole segment. I just remember the last time you put it on, you saying after like three minutes, my neck hurts. My neck hurts. <laughs> Sound like Ralph Wiggum. My neck hurts. <laughs> yeah, weak. Daniel Sorensen, safety for BYU last year, now with the Kansas City Chiefs. This is cool. He ran with the first team defense Very in nice. Kansas City at practice today. Very nice. We learned from their ESPN Nation insider that he's expecting Daniel Sorensen to make the 53-man roster. He said it's very early, but that... Uh, you know, he expects Daniel Sorensen to be in the mix. Which right, is fantastic. Right Who's the most likely BYU uh, NFL guy right now, a rookie, to make the roster? Not Van Noy. He's a draft pick. The, of the free agents, who's the most likely? We had this discussion. I said Daniel Hoffman, Sorensen, Manu and you Maliana, said Cody Sorensen. Hoffman. Yeah. Hoffman with the Redskins. It's going to... Yeah, I hope Manu Maliuna makes it with the Patriots. That'd be great. He is a guy that the Patriots, like he is the prototypical New England player. Low maintenance, big body, physical, durable. And so Ethan Vince has a chance. Will Fork. Yeah. No. Ethan's got a chance. Yeah. Hopefully he makes it. Hoffman just seems like he's, his skill set on that team will fit the best. Perfect fit. The Chiefs have an injury. Uh, Sanders Cummings. It, uh, hurt his foot, so Daniel has a chance. Daniel Sorensen has a chance. He to has even Chiefs. more of a chance yeah. to make that roster. I want to see Cody Hoffman catch passes. Like, if you could pick one of the three guys to make it, given their skill set and opportunity, who who would you pick? You only get one oh. guy to make. You pick the guy. Well, that's hard because you want them all to make it. I know. I like them all. I, I think they're all great people and great football players. Uh, I I think that I feel like Daniel Sorensen has an opportunity to make a difference for that team. On I special think, teams. I do too, but I think Cody Hoffman uh, can do more in Washington than Daniel can in Kansas City. Given because the he's personnel. An, he's an offensive player. Given the per- no, it has nothing to do with that. Given the personnel. Eh, okay. So, <laughs> listen. I want all three to make it. I'm just, that, that's the I'm bo- just posing that's the an bottom interesting line. question. We want all three of them to make it. We're Hopefully still going to talk to, uh, we're still efforting Tim Twentyman uh, to, from the DetroitLions.com to get an update on the Elders of Defense in Detroit. Up next, we play Big Deal, No Deal. How was my pronunciation, Jeremy? It was so good. I'm going to go grab the helmet right now. Woo! Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing Credit Card Processing for your business needs. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan on a Thursday. The football team is back. Yes, it BYU. is. Equipment day. Awesome. Hey, BYU Women's Soccer is live on BYU TV eight times this fall, starting with Washington State on August 25th, live at 7.30 Eastern time. Spencer Linton on the call. The Cougs and the Cougs. Talked to uh, Nikki Fernandez the other day, granted a sixth year of eligibility. Awesome. I said, did you expect that? She's like, no, I haven't run all summer. <laughs> Whoa! 
She's on like a crash course yeah, she now. Is. She is. To get back in Isn't shape. That funny? Fantastic news for her. A yeah. player who's had some really, some really bad breaks. Four goals, seven assists last year. Offensive contributor. Very, very quick player. So no that's one great. breaks down women's soccer like BYU Sports Nation. Listen, they're one of the, the nation's elite soccer programs. We, we, can't, a, we can't ignore that. They're in a power fight. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> West Coast Conference is good in soccer. Soccer is, that should be a power five conference. Are you kidding me? Uh, today's trending topics, how about scheduling? And more importantly, the Power 5 distinction. What do you think about Northern Illinois? What do you think about Idaho State? We feel like Idaho State's the perfect fit for the 2015 schedule. Just NFCS team. I don't care whether it's Idaho State or not. But That's just, the just point. NFCS you team. need a respite. You need a break in that gauntlet of a schedule. This is a great move by Tom Homo, the athletic director. And I like the Northern Illinois team as well in 2018 and 2020. You don't have to be super excited about it, but don't dog on it. It's not a bad game. It's a winnable game against a pretty good football program oh, right now. Dog on it if you want. Sure. That's what Twitter's for, man. Hashtag BYUSN. What do you think? Wait, we want opinions? Yes, we do want opinions. That, that is good. Daniel Sorensen rounded the first-team defense at Kansas City Chiefs practice today. And uh, the Detroit Lions also underway. Kyle Van Noy, Ziggy on. So if you didn't see the picture tweeted out earlier this week, the two of them together in the Lions jerseys. That's really cool. That is cool. I, I can't wait to see them actually on the field. So right now, Van Noy hurt his thumb, uh, I believe practiced despite injuring the thumb. Not sure the uh, extent to the injury. But uh, Ziggy Onside surgery, I believe, uh, in February on his shoulder after the season. Expected that he would have a slower return yeah. to full speed. So it's, it's going to be fun. The Lions are the de facto like Niners of the 90s for <laughs> Mormons, right? The BYU connections. <laughs> Our Twitter question today, how many Power 5 schools do you want BYU to schedule each year? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Vocal Point Fan, at least eight every season. At least eight? Oh, t- hey, I would love it. They did seven last I, year with I'm the bowl I'm just thinking real, yeah. I'm just thinking what I think will actually happen. But in terms of, yeah, want, what do you want? Oh, yeah, sure. Because not all of them are created equal. It's not like you're getting every Pac-12 team. You know what I mean? At H Collier 88 I agree with Jerem. Yeah, I would, yeah, I love this tweet. I would love this to is a see great tweet. more Power Fives at home. Yeah. It's going to take time. BYU's take time. averaged to, I, the last five years um, teams that are in a Power Five conference now. I just counted them back the last couple of years, even Utah and TCU. BYU averages uh, like 2 or 3, 2.22 or something uh, per six home games. So about two. So next year when you have zero, that's where it's like, well, that's kind of the only thing that feels But you missing. still play enormous games in 2015. Like, I know you want the home ones. I just, I love the schedule. Oh, yeah, I like it a lot. I would prefer the BYU doesn't have to go on the road and try and, I mean, it's... That's just a cut. There's a certain element to this that you just have to give into, which is the cost of business. Yeah, your four is an indie. Like they're trying to establish themselves that way. Uh, like Tom Homel said we, on BYU Sports Nation, it's hard to get a home and road game uh, evenly with that. Sometimes you have one-offs. That's a tough job. Remind me what BYU in year seven or eight. What's what are their home games against P five? Four, five, six, seven home games. Utah, Utah, Cal, uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, no P5s as of yet, but 2019, USC, Wisconsin. I mean, it, USC it, and Wisconsin at home in 2019. Yep. It's going to. It, and Boise I, State. I said it earlier. It'll take about Notre, a decade for BYU to get this thing rolling sp- just sp- way I, more fluid like they want. A decade just feels like too long, though. No? 
A decade? Let's go now, man. I, I, exactly. Everybody's impatient, but you have to be patient if that's what you want. You know what we should do right now? Big deal. No deal. National processing sponsorship of Big Deal, No Deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Number one. Big Deal, No Deal. Practices begin tomorrow for BYU football. This is a very big deal. Football is back. It's August. We're under 30 days away from the first game. This is a big deal, and if you don't think it is, then clearly you are not a college football fan or BYU fan for that matter. I'll go no deal. I just... No, what? it's a big what? deal. Of course it's a big deal. Oh. The end. <laughs> I about lost my, oh, whew. okay. I was going to lose my mind there for a second, Jerem. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Texas circling September 6th on their calendars. Well, okay, this, this is a big deal because we're getting, we're getting mixed reports from the media. It's like, well, they got UCLA the next week after BYU. So BYU is a uh, big game, but of we're, course we're more they focused, scheduled it. They got focused hammered. on UCLA. They got hammered by a non-P5, of this, course. This, uh, this coming in, this is from, uh, I believe, was this from Orange Bloods? Horns Digest. Oh, Horns Digest. Okay. As a pride factor, that ought to be something you have circled on your calendar if you're a man. Senior defensive back Quandre Diggs said. He's an All-American. We got beat down that day. You want me to keep it real? Those guys played a better game and beat our tell. We lost a man his job, his way of earning money for his family. (laughs) As a man, you want to go out and beat those guys. I just laughed at uh, Manny Diaz losing his job. The Y Award said, Studio C made fun of it. They're like, can we see the picture of the man that lost his job? Manny Diaz has another job, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, He has been employed again. I think like Louisiana Tech or something. That's quite the downgrade. Yeah, but. It, it is, but... So it's a big deal or no deal? I said it was a big deal off the top. This mm-hmm. is the, because initially, like we said, we heard from the media that, eh, well, UCLA is a bigger game. No, Texas players, yeah, they, they get it. They got smoked in Provo. That's a huge game. No deal. I think they've got some other big games on the schedule that they'll be just, crazy, as, just as worried about. Stop it. It's Texas. Like they, BYU's a gnat on the windshield to them. Seriously. No, 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 clearly they're not. According to Quandre Diggs, they're all American. You, you think they can, like, the, of course it's circled. Where does it fit in all their games? Baylor, Oklahoma, all these other games. Like, they have some big games. BYU is not the, the circled one. What did we learn about Oklahoma last year because of the BYU game? It could not make amends for what happened at BYU. That coming from Texas' color commentator. Oklahoma matters way more than BYU to Texas. But yet, Matt even Brown if they beat him, even does if they not beat have him. his job again. It was not enough to beat Oklahoma for him to keep his job. BYU was the tipping point. It wasn't the point. I'm just saying, no Oklahoma was not... Oh, you, you're crazy, dude. The All-American. Well, we, we're hearing about one game. We're not hearing about UCLA the other games. Do you think UCLA is going to matter nearly as much the following week if they lose to BYU? No way. We're not talking about like between weeks two and three. We're talking about right now. UCLA, Texas playing UCLA in Jerry's world is a bigger game than BYU going to Austin. I hope totally. that Texas has your totally. mentality where it's like, yeah, we got UCLA after BYU. BYU's a gnat on the, on the windshield. I hope. I hope they're, they're thinking Texas, that. Texas, dude. They could care less about Brigham. Hook them horns. We don't care about you're, BYU. That's the crazy, way they think, dude. dude. After last year? Come on. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Cryptic tweets from BYU football players. Okay, this is something that is disconcerting to me yes. as both an analyst, a fan, uh, an employee of BYU. We're looking at these these 
tweets coming in from different BYU football players that are almost like they have double meanings. Like you can take it one way or the other. It's not clearly saying, hey, we're, we're dissatisfied with something in the program, but it, it, it almost sounds that way. Like there's disarray within the program. There's not the full-on camaraderie with the team. Some people are upset about things. This is dealing what we think is around suspensions that are looming, uh, some fallout that but may no, come. But nothing's official. We're still, we're it's, still it's waiting to hear It's rumors and speculation, fact. but it's disconcerting that the players are kind of popping off in a weird way in these cryptic tweets on Twitter. Like yeah. You don't want to see that. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal to me. Let's get specific. Specifically tweets from uh, you know, Juan Iunga and Robertson Daniel and Sam Lee uh, that, are, that are very cryptic. Uh, I'm concerned that there's something going on there with BYU football, and hopefully they can engage in fall camp, forget about uh, that kind of stuff, deal with whatever's happening, and then play football and win as a team. There's always stuff going down. There's a, Cody Hoppin missed a few practices at the beginning of last fall camp related to something that happened off the field. That was quickly forgotten as the season started. I hope that happens soon. You can't have a torn locker room and make a serious run at a magical season. Not if you're BYU. You can't no do way. it. No way. You can have off the field issues and still be successful. See Miami of, of old. See Florida State. See Florida. But if you're BYU, you've got, you got to be on the same page and, and everyone – in the, in the same gear and going. You need to have the same agenda, yeah. and that is win at all costs. Number four. Big deal, no deal. Corbin Kafusi tearing it up and pick up hoops. Hashtag big deal. Can we discuss what we've learned about that first off? I've heard the following, that uh, Corbin Kafusi could possibly start for BYU. Whoa! Also, that he had a tip-in dunk where his chin was above the rim, <laughs> and that he's trying to dunk on everyone. He... Word is he's tearing it up in pickup. Yes, I've also heard that he is Blake Griffin dunking <laughs> on dudes. Six foot ten. In pickup. He's super athletic. Big deal is the answer. Long, yeah. It's me. it's an yeah. enormous deal. Like He cool. is an enormous deal. He's six foot ten. We've also basically confirmed that what Benjamin Criddle uh said on, on Twitter uh, about him he will not, not playing, playing football, football and him playing basketball uh, is true. He will walk on. He a walk-on player that was an, a football commit could start for yeah. BYU basketball. We'll see. I mean, there's still work to do, um, but yeah, BYU will, you know, at some point uh, make that official Ooh. whenever. So it's anticipated that he'll play basketball this year and contribute. An athletic Corbin Kafusi, an athletic ten, yeah. two sixty, mm, like it. a month off his mission. Number five. Big deal, no deal. Zero BYU players listed in ESPN's top 100 college football players yet. Aha. The key word there is yet. This is no deal to me because I'm gathering that Taysom Hill is going to be in the top 20 somewhere. The top 20 will be announced tomorrow. Taysom Hill's got to be in there. Taysom Hill hasn't been announced. Jamal Williams, I don't think, makes it, makes it in. This is all positions. All positions. Know. Taysom Hill, I think, makes it in tomorrow. Top 10 in total offense a year ago. If you run for 259 against Texas. <laughs> well, bigger than that, you, you put up 4282 in total offense. <laughs> and account for 29 touchdowns or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're going to be He'll, one of the Taysom will be top on there 20 players. Let's just guess so we can see what happens tomorrow. I'm going to go number 18. I'm going to say 14. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I think. I, so if it's 16, do we tie? I guess. I guess we can reassess that tomorrow, can't we? Do you want to keep score that way? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Let's keep score. <laughs> it's no deal because Taysom Hill is going to be on that list tomorrow, and that is the big deal. Number six. Big deal, no deal. Bronco Mendenhall undergoes a Twitter overhaul. 
Okay, I mean, we, we joked about it, and, and Coach Mendel, we've joked about it with him on the show uh, about his Twitter presence, and I have to give him credit. I, I say that this, this is no deal until he delivers in this promise, that he's going to be, have more what of a presence on What can Brown do for Twitter. you? Yeah. And, until he delivers, I'm going to say it's no deal, but I like the direction that he's heading with the tweet, and if you missed it, this is what it says. The players report tomorrow for fall camp. I'm going to do better at tweeting. This from yesterday. And so they suggested I should change my name. Charge! With three exclamation points. <laughs> at Bronco underscore BYU. I'm not sure what the charge part is. So he's got a new Twitter handle, and... <sighs> This is part of recruiting for college football. This, you, yeah, you've got to be yeah. you've got to be in this. I mean, like no longer do you have the Joe Paz and Lavelles and Tom Osborne's that are like distanced from technology. You've got to be at the forefront. Nick Saban might be the exception. I don't know. Is he on Twitter? Like, does he tweet? He's probably the exception. But you've got to be on Twitter. And Broncos got to bring the heat. I'm excited to see what he actually says. Hashtag everyday greatness. And who's actually involved? Is it just Bronco and his assistant? Has <laughs> he given his really has he given Twitter responsibilities to Nick Howell as well? Oh yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Point Spencer. <laughs> Is he delegating that responsibility? I love it. I think Bronco. I, I love Bronco. Yeah, love, yeah. Follow all the guys. Zach, I, Zach Nyborg, uh, all the assistant coaches. You'll get some. Uh, you'll get some nuggets. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Whip Around. We'll get to more of your Twitter responses. How many Power 5 schools do you want BYU to schedule each year? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan to my left. We are coming to you live in what we like to call Radio Vision. On BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Download the BYU Sports Nation podcast. It's on iTunes. You can also download the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. A couple of great tweets coming in. One yeah. from at CVD6262 in regard to our big deal, no deal segment on Corbin Kafusi, the now basketball player at BYU. He says, a football recruit walking on the basketball team, just like a kid from Ghana trying out for basketball and ending up in the NFL. <laughs> Hashtag Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy once, uh, Dave Rose told Ziggy, like, you should thank me. Yeah. That you didn't make the basketball you are team. Welcome. You are <laughs> welcome for not making the basketball team. By the way, saw uh, Charles Boo on campus yesterday. He's still huge and athletic. Yeah, he's great. He's on Twitter. Uh, he, he played uh, in Spain in Division Two last year, so he's a free agent now. He's trying to figure out what he's doing. But yeah, Charles Boo, one of the uh, winningest players ever in BYU history. Yeah, he was working out with Tyler Haas a little bit uh, there in. Uh, I, what do you what do you call the that Smithfield room? House? Uh, it's athlete the athlete specific yeah. room. Yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, BYU soccer, by the way, the women's team live on BYU TV eight times this fall, starting with Washington State on August 25th. Mark it down. Nikki Fernandez, Jeremy mentioned, gets a sixth-year senior star coming back. That's a big get for BYU to have her coming back. Resetting today's trending topics. Scheduling for BYU football. Yesterday they announced a home game with Idaho State in 2015 that has created a domino effect. It is a perfect fit for next year's schedule. It comes just at the right time, Jerem. Just at the right time. They have four straight home games because they add Idaho State. Get an FCS team on there. Northern Illinois in 18-20, and 20, a team that's proven to be uh, one of the better teams of the bottom three leagues. But who have they beat, Jerem? I don't care. It's in 2018-20. and 20. <laughs> Who knows what BYU's team will be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. Have they been to a BCS game? Yeah. Yep. They're, yeah. They they've done something BYU hasn't. Yes, they have. Would you have Would you have taken one BCS year from BYU 
instead of like the uh, 11, 11, 10, 11 wins string. Mm. Like if if I said, you know what, BYU is going to go seven and five three of those years, but one year they'll uh, go twelve and zero and go to a BCS game, and then it doesn't matter what they do in the game. No. Or would you have had BYU's run of four? I would take the run of four. That one's okay. That one's hard for me. Yeah, because many of those teams that busted the BCS, I say many, I guess two. Utah and TCU, they leveraged that into Power 5 inclusion. What about Hawaii, Boise State, and Northern Illinois? Hawaii is, yeah, no. So, no, I would Utah not Utah did it that. twice. Boise State did it multiple times. There's something to, uh, it, BYU is like Boise State and Northern Illinois more than they're like Utah and TCU. Where they are and what they are. Also an update from Kansas City Chiefs camp. More good news for Daniel Sorensen. Yeah, uh, Arrowhead Pride, they cover the Chiefs, uh, tweeted two, uh, I guess two hours ago when they had practice. Daniel Sorensen replaces Eric Berry as Chiefs work on red zone. Possibly a good sign for his roster spot. So he's getting, they're throwing him in, him in first team looks. That's good news for Daniel. I think he can be an Eric Weddle type safety in the NFL. Not the fastest guy, but assignment sound, super intelligent, and an extremely hard worker. Listen, just be a backup in the NFL. Just be on the 53. Whether you play or not, like you'll get a chance to play at some point. Good for Daniel you're Sorensen. An un, you're an undrafted free agent. Just making the 53 is quite the accomplishment. Yeah, good for Daniel Sorensen. Uh, football players report today for BYU. First practice yeah. tomorrow afternoon and into the evening. Cougar camp all access on BYU Sports Nation will start on Monday. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's it's exciting. Like we have practice and then we have that one game later in August. Countdown to Connecticut. 29 days. We used to like rehearse this to make sure we like had the rhythm. Nope, we just got it. We, we yeah, you're right. We've been we doing it for e- like 200 days. <laughs> <laughs> Since January. You think we'd nail it by now? We started on January 2nd. Oh my. 238 days away, down to 29. Our Twitter question, how many Power 5 schools do you want BYU to schedule each year? Twelve! <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN. Stop it. Okay, 11, and then you play an <laughs> FCS team. Look at that More of your Twitter responses coming up to that question. This is BYU Sports Nation. We're in Radio Vision. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. I'm going to put on the helmet now for this segment since it is equipment day. Players are getting the goods. Strap up, man. We have an intramural flag football game tonight. Should I bring this? Should I be that guy? (laughs) Wearing the the BYU football helmet? We do. I can't even find the other uh, one. Where is is it? (laughs) Is there a rule against wearing a football helmet in flag football? We do have a guy that brings, uh, he wears like, yeah, I can't. Stop, do you need some help? Where's the other one? Let me help you. Where is it? Where is it? Let me see it. Put it on there. We have a a guy that wears like the leg, like the leg pads and everything and like a jersey on our team. I'm like, yeah, a little much. Is that chin strap a little too tight? Do I look like a kicker? (laughs) I probably do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, wish I, I wish I had the single bar. That's what I really want. Just Lee Johnson, barefoot. Bam! Yes. It's equipment day. Someone's got to do something Who else here. wore the single bar in the NFL that was like a great kicker? Oh, I don't know. Everyone in the <laughs> 70s? Did Lee Johnson have the single bar as a punter? Yes. Yeah, he did, yes. didn't he? At the Brigham. barefoot punter. At Brigham. 
Oh, he wore the single bar at Brigham Young? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Should I wear this in the for a minute? BYU Sports Nation in a minute? Yes, you okay. should. Totally you should. It's going to be a long, like, ten minutes. <laughs> How's your neck doing? It's great. <laughs> you feeling, you feeling my, the heat, man? My ego's bruised, but my neck's fine. Why is your ego I'm bruised? <laughs> it's hard because you don't have shoulder pads on. Like, if you had shoulder pads yeah, on, that, yep, that's why it's hard. You'd feel a yep. little bit better. That's it. You'd feel better. You'd look, you'd look better. It's equipment day, so here we are. I keep bumping <laughs> the mic with a face mask. <laughs> Sorry, audio. I already broke a mic now. Maybe I'm going to take down another Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow on the show, Ryan Radke, Nevada Wolfpack play-by-play. He's also Nevada. the voice of the Reno Aces, that crazy baseball brawl that yeah, was all yeah. over the that national media. We're going to ask him about that. I have a message for the East Coast. It's pronounced Nevada. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Amen to that, brother. Today's Rise and Shout and brought Oregon. to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets the Rise and Shout on our show today? Uh, I'll go Billy Bean for pulling off that trade uh, with the Red Sox. They got John Lester and Johnny Gomes for uh, Cespedes. Moneyball. Moneyball. The Oakland Athletics don't spend a lot of money, okay. and they win a lot of games. And they got Jeff Samarjo already from the Cubs. Wait. My Mariners are toast. It's over. Just give up on the wild card, man. I just All I see is helmet. <laughs> <laughs> all I see is helmet. Our Twitter question, how many Power 5 schools do you want BYU football to schedule each year? Let's go to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. But first, this from at Blue Cougar Football. Any BYU fans complaining about the Northern Illinois series are hypocrites. They would be pounding their chests if BYU had the same resume last four years. Seriously. 46 and 10? Went to two BCS, or no, went to one BCS game and almost went to another. Yeah. They were 12 and 0 at one point last year at Cougazool. The problem is you can't just throw a number out there. I'd rather have two to three Michigans and Texases of the world than seven to eight Yukons. Point at Cougazool. Yes. In Alaska. Jake Edmonds, keep it going. Yeah, that is well cogitated tweet, at my Cougar, friend. Cougar Thunder. It's a good look. Me and the helmet. Thank you. I appreciate that. You might be sarcastic. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BYU Sports Nation, the show on demand. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm Jordan Hill, man. Bam, back from a oh mission. Oh, my goodness. For Jerem Jordan, Woo! I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Trevor Molini.